I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Thin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to ThinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. Handshake with Andrew Giuliani. I mean, <laughs> Andrew was like so excited. It's hilarious. I mean, I love Joe Pitting. Don't get me wrong. I love him to pieces. But uh, I get like that when I see like Springsteen or Sid, the one <laughs> Joe thing, Namath. The one thing I'm a little worried about <laughs> yeah. is, you know, he ended up beating Chuck Schumer's show so bad last night. But it yeah. was not in Manhattan. So they have a district attorney up there <laughs> that may actually prosecute him for how bad he beat that him. That could now. happen. You're right. Well, that is Andrew's take that it was an easy and impressive win for Joe Pinion last night, no surprise. That's predictable. The question is, will that play a result in the election coming up eight days from today? And with that said, sitting to my left, the very handsome, debonair, and brilliant Joe Pinion running against Chuck Schumer. So uh, based on Andrew's accounts, mine and many others, congratulations on a big win last night. Look, I think that I, I will take the congratulations, but really we have eight days here to get the word out there that Chuck Schumer's days in power are done. Uh, I said it when I announced on the uh, 14th, or the 17th of January when I walked out of that building across the street. Right. I didn't do it for fame. I didn't do it for glory. It was the opposite. And your mother was still mad at you. Uh, she's a little less mad after last night. I'll oh, tell you she, that. Oh, she, oh, she was probably <laughs> so proud of her son. But on a serious note, how do you make sure last night's trouncing, A, A, gets noticed by enough people and B turns into boats next Tuesday. Well, I mean, by uh, 5 p.m. today, we would have emailed it to around 3 million voters across this state. Wow. Uh, we also make sure that we go and do all the radio shows. We've done about five today thus far. We're here with you to let people know if you missed the debate, go listen to it. You'll hear real answers, real solutions for what is plaguing this state. A career politician who has failed to deliver results over 42 years in D.C. and continues to talk about tomorrow. As I've often said, like Annie, tomorrow, tomorrow, our <laughs> solutions are always a day away. And as I said last night, we've got 42 years of yesterday on this stage. If he was going to get the job done, it would already be finished. So this is the moment. Come together as a state. Come together as a nation and say that we are no longer going to embrace those politicians who use the rhetoric of division to keep us divided and then claim that they have the angels on their side. Now, very early on in the debate, maybe even was in the opening statement, Schumer said the Inflation Reduction Act would decrease energy costs in New York by 30 percent. Looking at what's gone up with energy here, it's gone up 50 percent this year almost in some areas. And thinking about what Con Ed is even setting. So it basically up until 2030, Joe, does that mean that 
We're going to have energy prices go up 80% and then it's going to go down 30%? Is that his math? How did you take that? I mean, I think I was almost so shell-shocked because we had so much other stuff going on. <laughs> As I got off the stage and said, the man basically said that after 42 years in Congress, he has a 30-year plan to bring down your energy costs. <laughs> uh, but in the middle, middle period there, you're going to have to deal with the fact that your electric bill might go up 300%, 200%, 500% if you live in Westchester. So, look. He does not have a plan for Americans today. He does not have a plan for New Yorkers today. His only currency is political partisan rhetoric that actually leaves New Yorkers worse off than they were when he put his hand in the Bible 42 years ago. Yeah. Now, you did uh, go after him, which I thought was great, on immigration. Yeah. Where you know, Much like uh, Eric Adams talks about subway crime, he's used the word perception. Kathy Hochul has said in terms of subway crime, it's all in your head. And you said last night the immigration issue, according to Chuck, is is imaginary. And you said, hey, listen, buddy, it's real. Take a look at what's going on. That was a big moment for you. Well, look, I think we said the truth, that you spent two years convincing New Yorkers that this was just a Republican talking point, and then the mayor of New York City declared a state of emergency uh, to combat the immigration crisis you said didn't exist. So it can't be both at the same time. You have to actually be honest with the people. We are in this mess today because you refuse to secure the border, because you've made a joke of border security, because you have debased the sovereignty of this nation. And we pay the real price for that. Children being trafficked for sex pay the price for that. People who literally are depending on New York City to deliver resources for them, like the people living in public housing. They're $40 billion behind in repairs. Here comes migrants that need $1 billion worth of resources in order to deal with their plight. So, again, we are not putting Americans first. We are putting Americans in need at the back of the line. And that's not even talking about the 4 million people waiting to come to this country legally who can't get the paperwork process because they're too busy hiring 87,000 IRS agents to come knock on your door, Sid, than they are with actually making sure we have the individuals uh, to make sure uh, that they're in place to keep this nation secure. So last night, as you started off the debate, Sid, I got a little bit worried about what Joe Pinion first came out of his mouth. He said Chuck Schumer is one of the greatest politicians of all time. And I asked, where's he going with this right there? But you tied it in perfect which is he's a failure as a senator. He's done a great job at having Sunday morning press conferences and making people believe that he cares about New Yorkers, but actually look at his record. Is that the point that you were trying to make to start off the debate and really throughout the debate? Yeah, last I night? think the reality is that what was the down payment on his power? And the answer to that question is the plight of New Yorkers, the power of New Yorkers, the actual solutions that were needed for New Yorkers. So, yes, he's great at raising money. If that's the metric for what it means to be a senator, he's the best. He is great at making sure that he can have all the press conferences and all the cameras. If that's the metric for what it means to be a senator, he is great. But I don't think that's the measure of a senator. The measure of a senator should be, are the people that place their trust in your hands better off than they were when they sent you there? And by every Every measure, not my opinion, just the stats, he has failed us. He has failed us when it comes to the poverty. He has failed us when it comes to the crime. He has failed us when it comes to the schools that do not teach our children how to read. He has failed us when we look at the fact that law enforcement is more at risk today than they were when he put his hand in the Bible because of the defund police movement he did nothing about. By the way, we didn't talk about the crime. We didn't talk about the police officers losing their life. That is not what the media wants to talk about. That's not what Chuck Schumer wants to talk about. That was shocking (laughs) to me. The crime never came up. And I know that we're talking about a national race rather than a gubernatorial race 
race or DA's race, but still, it's so it's the number one issue on New Yorkers' minds. The fact that that wouldn't have brought, been brought up last night, I thought, was a really big miss and, by and, Errol and Lewis. And such as New Arbor. York, it's national too. I mean, Philadelphia crime ridden, Chicago uh, they, crime ridden, Atlanta, Portland, Seattle. That has become the number one issue, Andrew. Not just in New York, but yeah. believe it or not. Across That's the country. True. Twelve major cities hit all-time highs for homicide yeah. last year. Yeah. This is not just some type of talking point. Again, that's yeah. real people who are no longer here with us. They're dead, right. and their family members will never be made whole. And the fact is, these individuals do not take the necessary steps to ensure that we don't have more death visited upon families that didn't ask for it, didn't invite it, who have been left vulnerable by the very government that has a sworn obligation to ensure that every single person that calls this nation home is safe and secure in their own home, in their own community. See, I'm just a few days away from doing something I hate doing, and uh, I've only done it once, but I did do it, and that was giving Errol Lewis credit because I really thought that he and uh, what's her name, the lady there? Arbiter. Susan yeah. Arbiter. Uh, in the Zeldin-Hoko debate, believe it or not, made life much more difficult for the Democrat candidate, Hochul, they brought up play for pay. They brought up uh, the crime issue. Last night, they were back to their old self. I think they did got you... back to normal. They cut yes. you off a couple times when you were making great points. So did you feel like you were debating three people last night? Uh, look, I, I, I think I took a, a few liberties with the rules, and they, uh, they, <laughs> they, they gave me some, some leeway there. So I'll, I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due. Look, I think I would have liked to talk about many of the issues that I think are crippling this state. We have a, a civil rights crisis uh, in our broad daylight here in New York State. The schools, um, again, we talk about that report. Seventy percent of black students in New York City failed the math exam. Seventy percent, not 10, not 20, not 30, not 50, 70 percent. That is a level of failure so staggering. It should be on the front page of every newspaper. It should be on the lips of every person who represents this state at every level of government. And yet we didn't even talk about education last night. We didn't talk about the health care crisis. And how is it that we have all these people that have all these opinions on health care, but no real solutions to actually address them? So, yes, I'm disappointed by the fact that there are many issues that are crippling this city that we didn't talk about. But I will say this. I appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate that there was at least one network willing to stand up and hold the Senate Majority Leader accountable to say, hey, have the debate. I will say this. Right now, as we stand, there is a standing order offer from uh, the NBC affiliate in Rochester, WHEC, to have a network TV debate. Uh, Chuck Schumer hasn't had one in 18 years. I would say that, look, if he is unwilling to show up, I will come for a town hall. But after last night, there are real questions on real issues. The New Yorkers can't get everything they need answered in one hour. We need more. That's how unaccountable Chuck Schumer and, by the way, Kathy Hochul think they are to New Yorkers, that they think one-hour debate, by the way, between a New York Giants and a Buffalo Bills game when probably less people are going to watch because they're watching football, they're coming in, it's a Sunday, they're getting ready for the week. Uh, He thinks that that's enough to be accountable to New Yorkers. I think that tells you everything you need to know about Chuck Schumer. I think the hard truth is that when you look at Tish James, when you look at Kathy Hochul, when you look at Chuck Schumer, look around the country, go down to Arizona where Carrie Lake can't get her opponent to show up for a debate. They have become so arrogant with yeah. the power uh, that they have no problem disrespecting the voters. They do it uh, flagrantly. Yeah. So, yes, I, I think, again, we can't expect them to act differently, but we can demand that the fourth estate that we've given and codified constitutional protections to ensure they have the latitude to hold our leaders accountable 
do their job. Yep. And so I think, yep. again, we'd love to have a, a debate right here. If Chuck Schumer would ever accept the invitation, we can come here. We've got a big desk. He should show up. He's right across, the, he's street. Right across the street. Literally. It's, 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 it's a simple walk. Right. So You look. made your way in studio. He can do this. He can do it right across <laughs> the call, street. Please call up. Yeah. No, it's funny. You mentioned Tish James, and, of course, Michael Henry's running against her. Right. You mentioned Kathy Hochul. Lee Zeldin's running against her. You uh, running against um, uh, Schumer. And it's funny. Whenever I see Lee Zeldin doing all these press conferences and rallies, I always see you and Michael. You've kind of become like this dream team, all three of you in position to win next Tuesday, which I don't know, a year ago would have sounded like a complete pipe dream, now becoming a reality. You kind of view yourselves as this dream team, you, Henry Zeldin, the whole crew? Look, people forget 1994 election day came. Only 40% of voters even knew who George Pataki was. Uh, he won by about three points. Uh, we also forget that on that same day, a man named Dennis Vaco, uh, who uh, was uh, also a Colgate guy, he ends up becoming <laughs> the attorney general of this state. So. I believe Lee Zeldin is going to be the next governor of this state. The writing's on the wall. I believe I'm going to be the next United States senator from this state. I believe that Michael Henry is going to be the next attorney general for this state. The momentum is there. But the question is, how bad do you want to change, New York? Are you going to show up like your life and your future depends on it? Because I can assure you, it most certainly does. Well, the big question I have then is, uh, when you become the next senator, will you still actually come in to come and see Sid, or will you be Sid who Very at that point? Very good question. Very good question. Look, I, I plan on being here as often as you will have me. I have a, I, I, I like to remember uh, who was there for me when I needed them there the most. Go. This has been a challenging process, running for U.S. Senate in New York, where the press will quite literally come with camera in hand, film you speaking for 15 minutes, and then pretend that you were never there. That's and right. it happened city to city, from Buffalo to Rochester. We showed up in Buffalo uh, to talk about a mother who was quite literally wearing a bulletproof vest because he was that terrified of what was happening uh, to her family. She died at the hands of a man, her husband, who was arrested two days prior on mm. six different crimes. He mm. was released on a Tuesday. She was dead on a Wednesday. Oh, yeah, there are yeah, three yeah. motherless children. The press didn't talk about it. They, no, didn't, they didn't cover yeah. us. So, again, look, we're excited about today. Lee Zeldin's on the TV right now. There we go. Uh, but, again, we've got to do our part. At the end of the day, uh, we're not going to get any gimmies from the press, and I include the conservative press in that as well. Uh, there is, as I said, an entrenched interest uh, in keeping Chuck Schumer exactly where he is. He's been there for a long time. He's done a lot of people a lot of favors. We're not going to be stopped by favors. We're not going to be stopped by the actual entrenched political power. We're going to be empowered by the people who have had enough. You know, I actually, uh, to your point, I saw Bruce Blakeman at Bernie's Mass on Wednesday. He's the new Nassau County executive. And I said, I got to tell you, man, it's really nice that you showed up here today. And he said, come on, man, Bernie was a great guy, and you got me the win. Absolutely. So he's going to say the same thing, Joe That's Pinion, because right. you are going to win. Uh, congratulations again on last night. We'll do this one more time before next Tuesday. Absolutely. Thank you for coming in. It's great to see you. Always good to see you. And I remind people, if you can hear my voice, if you can hear Sid's voice, if you can hear Andrew's voice, and if you can still hear our dear friend Bernie's voice in your head, Chuck Schumer is your senator. You have the opportunity to take this state in a different direction. You have the power to choose your own destiny. Our destiny is better than we have received, and together we're going to write a new chapter for this state and this country. That's awesome. Joe Pinion, folks, there he is running next Tuesday up against Chuck Schumer. Clearly the better of the two candidates. This one's not even close. Some are close. This one, not even close. Joe Pinion. 
Make sure you, you vote for him come Tuesday. Excellent job. JoePinion.com, folks. Go get it done. JoePinion.com. 1-800-848-WABC. 1-800-848-9222. Been an amazing show today, folks. It really has. Rich Lowry, Charles McCord, Joe Pinion, and, of course, my partner in crime today, the great Andrew Giuliani. We'll be back on a Monday right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Happy Halloween. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.